What's up, creeps? And happy Friday the 13th. You know, some folks, such as yourself, have a strange idea of entertainment. You're here for a brand new special edition episode of what's that show called that we are? I don't even know the name anymore. What the Brain fuck? Stew. Yeah, Brain Stew, baby. On Friday the 13th, this is a special edition Friday the 13th countdown, and we're going to be talking about the kills, the nitty gritty, that bloody shit, the gore, the guts, all that stuff you love so, so much. That's the reason you watch the fucking movies in the first place. But Jeremy, we couldn't do this shit alone. It's just way too big. It's too vast. It's too epic, right? The nitty gritty and Deborah Voorhees titties, I oh. said. <laughs> yeah, so we, no, we, we, we have a guest, right? We, we could not do this alone. Strike that. We would not, and we yes. should not. That is why we brought our very good friend, Kellen, from Kellen's Petty Talk Show, man. We're What's up? Stoked to have you, man. You know, we've we've been buds for a long time, and, you know, I've, I've guessed it on your show several times. Like, I fucking, dude, I'm a fan of your show. Like, I love it, and, oh, thanks, you know, man. any time I get to go on your show and, and talk, it's always a, a great time. But when I'm not on your show, I listen to your show. Cause it's, it's fantastic, and you... You get great guests, and dude, your conversation is just so natural on your show. And dude, stoked to have you here, and stoked to have you talking about something that I know that you love, which is the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Absolutely, dude. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course, man. It's an absolute pleasure. I love what you do too. And for our listeners out there that are unfamiliar, the uninitiated, if you will, give give our listeners a little bit of interest, like in in like an idea of what your show is all about. Well, I just kind of change up the guests from from time to time. I'll do like some musicians. I'll have actors on, some directors, and I just have yeah, like a natural conversation with them. I work on a bunch of questions over a period of one to two weeks usually, and yeah, we just kind of go to town and have this long conversation. And they always they always range from like one hour to four hours depending on how good it goes. But it's just it's just fun. I don't know. I just enjoy doing it. Sounds like a so, blast, man. Sweet. So speaking of, of Friday the Thirteenth, so you. You're an autograph collector like me. Our listeners know that I collect autographs. I'm into memorabilia. No, they so- don't. Oh, <laughs> they goddamn better. Well, should be. Fucking, uh, so you speaking of Friday the 13th, you just had a weird encounter with somebody and a Friday the 13th poster from like two days ago, right? Oh, man. Am I allowed to talk about this? Yeah. yeah fuck always em. fuck them. Dude, fuck everything. <laughs> everything. There's, there's no boundaries on this shit, man. Uh I met Lawrence Monison, I think is how you say his name. Uh, I was at a screening of The Last American Virgin and him and Diane, what's her face? Franklin, Diane Franklin. Diane yeah. Franklin were there. So, of course, naturally, I had to bring my Friday 13th, the final chapter Blu-ray with me to get it signed. Yeah. A little graph. Mm-hmm. And there was this huge-ass line. Um, the, the screening was obviously going to start late because the, the line was just way down to the end of the aisle of the theater. And... I go up to the guy and I was like, Hey, like, can I get you to sign my Blu-ray? He's like, yeah. And he's like, how do you spell your name? And I'm like, K E L L E N. That's Kellen. Two E's, two L's. <laughs> Motherfucker puts an A. <laughs> Kellan. <laughs> Kellan. <laughs> and I, I go to, I go to my seat to look at, he actually, he signed a poster. I, ha- I brought the Blu-ray and he was like, yo, I have a Friday four poster. Like, would you rather just have that? And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. That's actually cooler. So I let him do the poster. Yeah, he puts an A. I go back to my seat and I'm like, motherfucker. 
And then I, I get up, I go back to the line, like the movie's about to start. And luckily they were just, they were going to delay the movie anyway. Um, so I got in the back of the line and I told the guy, he's like, he's like, Oh, you're back. And I'm like, like, yeah, the guy wrote the wrong letter on my poster and I'm just gonna ask him to fix it real quick. So I go up to him and I'm like, Hey man, like <laughs> you accidentally put an A, like, can you just fix that for me real quick? And long story short, he was just kind of like, he was like, Oh, that is an E. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's I very much you. an A. It was very much an A, right? You saw it. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. And so I was like, what? Okay. And I'm like, yeah, can you just tweak that a little bit? And he's just like, yeah, sure. And then he goes, he grabs a pen that sort of looked like a, like a silver, but I could almost tell it was the wrong one. And he even could tell. He was like looking at it weird. And then anyways, he he doesn't test it or anything. He just goes for it. And it's the wrong color. It's like a very dark gray or some other color. And so he screwed further, it up. Further, further making the A yeah. that doesn't belong in your name even more noticeable. Even oh. more noticeable. And I'm just like, oh, really? And then he's he's like, it's like, oh. oh. And, then he, and then he goes, <laughs> and then he signs his name again, literally above the other signature and puts like an arrow. And, and then he's, he goes, he goes, see, man, it's just like when you, when you make a mistake on your homework assignment. Oh. I was like, dude, you're the worst. <laughs> don't, don't go into the light, Kellyanne. Yeah, don't go yeah. into the light, Kellyanne. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I was just like, damn. He's like, he's like, is that okay? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. Dude, I had uh, Mick Garris one time. I fucking uh, put him. Critters 2 out in front of him. And I was like, hey, would you mind signing this? And he was like, yeah. And it was like a long story, but you know, we hadn't had an exchange on, on Facebook or whatever. So dude, he literally wrote to Jason and then he looked at, and he looked and he looked at me and he goes, Jason, right? Like he knew he fucked up. And I was like, oh man, it's Jeremy. And he was like, Shh. <laughs> damn it. What he was Critters too? Critters too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he, he literally put an X through it and wrote to Jeremy next to it. But you can still see that it originally said to Jason. I was like, horrible. Well, this is a free autograph, so I'm, I'm, it is what it is, you know. It, Dude, you that's know. funny. The only other time a person hit me with the AN was freaking Heather Donahue from Blair Witch. So I don't think I'll oh, ever shit. get another one from her because I don't think she's signing anymore. Dude, dude, last little tangent, I swear. So speaking of Blair Witch and fuck-ups, I was at a, <laughs> uh, a VIP party one time, and I was so fucking trashed that I walked up uh, to the dude, Josh, and his last name is escaping me from Blair Witch Project. Leonard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and I walked up to him, and I was wasted, and I was like, hey, man, I really liked you in this other movie, blah, 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 and I, and I named it, and he was like, I wasn't in that movie, and I was like, and I looked at him, and I was like, no. It was the moment from Billy Madison where he's like, me and her got it on. He's like, no, you didn't. No, no, no we didn't. So he was like, I wasn't in that movie, and I stopped, and I just paused, and I went, nope, no, you weren't. What? But you can imagine what it'd be like if you were. <laughs> all right, well, goodbye. And I just, like, walked away. Wow. Like, all right, time to get another drink. That Joshua Leonard is one hot piece of ace. Oh. I know from experience. I once mistook uh, John Sales for, like, his money collector. <laughs> but, I mean, who's going to know? I mean, I didn't know what he looked like. I just didn't care. Oh, that's awkward, but whatever. So Friday the fucking third, Friday the fucking 13th. And yes, we, that's right. That's why we're here. The hockey mask, the sack head, the machete, the knife, the mama, 
the mama, the, the sweater, sleeping not bag, the mama. Y'all. You know, we, we're, we're it's seriously. This is probably one of the most celebrated horror franchises of all time, if not the most celebrated. Sorry, Freddie. Just saying, like overall, within the general audience and the fandom, if you will, it's uh, that hockey mask goes everywhere. It always has. So, the kills are the most memorable thing about this shit, and we're going to be talking about them right now. Top five, and we got to start number five with our guest. So, Kellen, why don't you start us off, my friend, with your number five top kill from the Friday the 13th franchise. Okay, so we're narrowing it down to the best, right? Yeah, that's right. From five to one. And then after that, if we have honorable mentions, we'll definitely mention them. Absolutely. All right. Well, there's this one film that's got the hitchhiker character. Which film is that, Jeremy? Are, are, like, are you asking Friday the Thirteenth? Yes. Which which film is that? Part one. I, dude, I, I <laughs> the, there's do, there's the, the, oh, I know there's I know not. I know where Kellen's going, but there's hitchhikers in more than one, right? So okay, the, the okay. banana, the banana hitchhiker. Yeah, I got. It. I miss yeah. I misspoke. There you go. Which which <laughs> film is that, Jeremy? Bro, first of all, you're. It's been a very long time since I've watched all the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> films, and on top of that, I. I, I've probably mentioned this on the show before. I am a casual Friday the 13th <laughs> fan. I do not worship at the Cathedral of Friday the 13th. I worship at Elm Street and Halloween. So as far as like certain specifics and things like that, dude, you're gonna have to you're gonna well, have to go with B Ratty or Justin. I gotta say this though. The, the coolest thing about the, the prep for this episode, Kellen, is yeah. the, the little video you sent me earlier when you're like, I'm fucking ready. <laughs> and it was you squeezing a banana in your car. <laughs> it literally about <laughs> fell out of my fucking seat because I was like in the middle of doing something for work. I was like, and I sent it to my wife because she loves the final chapter. She's like, yeah. Oh my god, that's really funny. And if you make my wife laugh, <laughs> that means everything. So Dude, it's great. Yeah, and I, and I think you said the the final chapter is playing near you on. Uh, yeah, what was that's Friday right. Too? We booked it at Alamo Draft House for Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So, which I've I've booked it before. I've done like a full uh, hosting screening and everything, and it always does extremely well. It's my personal favorite of the entire series. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely up there. Um, but yeah, the the banana kill hitchhiker is uh hilarious, and you know it's mean spirited as as it may sound, but. You know, you know, you want to get that that girl hacked up. You know, watching that, you know, she's kind of a dork, and you're just waiting for it, <laughs> which is awesome. But um, yeah, it's kind of a mean spirited kill. It just kind of comes out of nowhere, and uh, you know, she just she really gives off that needs to be murdered or aura, if you will. Um, you know, and she she's like gripping her banana as she, she's getting stabbed. <laughs> I mean, bro, all she wants throat. is a fucking ride. She just wants peace and love, a ride, and she wants to enjoy her banana in peace. And she yeah, she's murdered. Cr- she's cringy though. <laughs> she deserves it. Um, oh shit! <laughs> but I love how she like grips the banana as she's getting stabbed in the back of the throat. Yeah, the close and, up. Know, the thing just fucking bends and flops out of her hand. <laughs> you know what? Right. What would have made that even better is if they added a fart noise in there too. Like she was oh, just letting yeah. it all go. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, like as as she's like sitting there, like Ugh. yeah. Dude, yeah. that would immediately be my favorite kill of the franchise if they would have just added that one little minute thing in. Like, Dude, oh, it'd be the banana fart kill. That's my favorite. Sometimes mm. it adds to the cinematic masterpiece of the film. It's just adding a little fart. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, can't go wrong a with a little way. fart. Yeah. But yeah, that, well, that you kill can. is... You can't go wrong with a little fart. That's why as we, as we talked about in the last couple episodes, yeah, let's not go there yeah. here. This isn't a poopy episode. It's a Friday the 13th episode. <laughs> a poopy. We'll get back to poop next week, I promise. Yeah, but yeah, that kill is definitely like knee-slappingly funny. So I love it. 
Right, awesome. Man. All right. Yeah. So next up, we'll do our normal whatever ranking, if you will. So Brady, young man, why don't you go That's ahead me. with your number five? Yeah. So number five for me um, comes from one of my favorites of the the franchise. It's the original Friday the 13th. And I know it gets a lot of shit, gets a lot of hate, and you know, it doesn't really have Jason and a lot of people kind of put it at the bottom of their list. But there's a storyline in there between Kevin Bacon's Jack and uh, Marcy that I really, really enjoy. And I think that it adds to the the gravitas of the film, if you will. But Jack's kill with the arrow through the bed, through the neck, while he's smoking a joint is something that's always stuck with me. Like, I think it's the most horrifying kill in that entire movie. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's... I think it's just great. And then going back and watching like Crystal, uh, Camp Crystal like memories and, and how they had like everything they had to go through for that just to get that amazing kill just makes it even better. The blood squirting everywhere. Yeah. And just like when he's laying there and the blood starts trickling on him and he's like, what the fuck? And then the hand just comes around with the music. Oh, perfect. That's my number five. I love how that I love how the blood pouring out it was like a mistake how they were like the blood wasn't coming out so they were squeezing harder and then that's why it started to swirl out like fucking you like you're a kid and you're like trying to get the chocolate milk to come out of the Hershey's thing and like it's like (laughs) all over the place no that's great oh yeah it's a fantastic choice it's a great kill I love uh Brady I I love that kill so much that it is also my number five is Jack crossover Jack, That's crazy. Mr. Kevin Bacon. Uh, dude, that that kill, man, that movie in general, you know, just it changed the slasher. It changed the horror landscape that, that we knew. And a big part of that was fucking Tom Savini, man. He had, he had really started cutting his teeth, you know, especially after Dawn of the Dead. And, like, as you guys know or maybe don't know is, you know, he was... Dude, he was like a war photographer in Vietnam, and uh, dude, he he, you know, photographed like tons of dead and fallen people. So he wanted to get a lot of realism in his special effects work, and I mean, dude, that that kill was unlike anything people had really seen to that time because it was it was the realism of like seeing Kevin Bacon's like actual face and his head and his hair mixed with the the prosthetic neck that the arrow was you know gonna go through under the bed and like he was like kind of sitting up to where it looked like he was actually laying on the bed it's just it's a, it's a brilliant gag and it's fucking disgusting looking and yeah you know he's uh enjoying you know about to smoke a post-sex joint and you know what a way to go you know at least you know i don't know man i i i think it's it's just a great kill and you know, I think other horror fans think it's a great kill as well because that's pretty much the number one Kevin Bacon Friday the Thirteenth autograph that you will ever see on eBay or anywhere <laughs> else is is literally that image because it's fucking iconic. So that's my number five. It's it's and, a great he, option. Um, it may or may not be showing up in my top five, but I will say this much. Um, and I've seen the movie on thirty five millimeter. But also the recent Scream Factory Blu-rays that are 4K restorations. They're 1080p Blu-ray discs, but unfortunately, time has not been kind to those effects. Uh, if you watch them on like a 4K OLED television, you can see that rubber fucking neck now. It's 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 kind of disheartening when you like grew up watching these movies on VHS, yeah. and now you're like, you know, some of the effects work holds up, 
but most of it doesn't. So still a great kill, though. It's amazing. It's iconic. And like, you know, it's the entryway into Kevin Bacon. So, yeah. And they, they've replicated the bed kill a few times throughout the series, right? I mean, it, it's come back. Like, yeah. In different sure, ways. Different variations, sure. you know. Yeah. But yeah. In, in other yeah even even well. Kellen, like, you know, the angle and everything, your number five pick, you know, Savini came back for the final chapter. He did the same from the from back of the neck into the throat kill. Yeah. That's his trademark, you know, so it was awesome to see that. But yeah. I'll pop in here. My number five comes from Friday the 13th, part two. A Steve Dash kill. Poor Mark. Dude is in a fucking wheelchair for fuck's sake. Dude, he's just trying to get his dick wet, man. He's just just about to get laid. He's literally about to get laid. (laughs) Seriously, a guy in a wheelchair in the 80s. I mean, that was probably hard to do, right? I mean, he's a great looking guy. And in real life, the actor was gay. But I mean, I'm sure he still would have banged this chick, right? Uh, and dude, he gets a ba- a machete backwards machete, mind you, backwards machete to the face, and then in the rain rolls down a huge flight of concrete stairs. It is one of the most mean spirited and visually stunning kills of the entire series. I love this kill so fucking much because it's so mean spirited, and I feel for yep. poor Mark because I'm like, he's a nice guy. He's just sitting there, they're playing video games. He's like probably like I, I'll never have this opportunity again to get laid like this, you know. Yeah. And then for some reason she goes to like I'm gonna go change. I'm like you look fine. Why are you changing? Like she's gonna freshen up. Freshen up. She just <laughs> changed her underwear and shit. Like just stood there and look in the mirror. Like you got killed because of that. That's stupid. But either way, I'm glad it happened because then I got to see Mark get murdered and I love seeing him get murdered. So <laughs> and in the rain, time. dude. And in the, the rain. rain. The rain adds so much to that scene. It's so it's so cool. Well, it makes it, the wheel slicker, so you know they they yeah. go a lot faster. The stunt itself is is wonderful. It's beautifully done. It's just it's it again. Th- I love the mean spiritedness of that kill, particularly throughout that movie. Um, yeah. It just always is a high point. Every time I know it's coming up, I get excited and giddy like a little fucking kid. So that is <laughs> that is that is my number five. It's poor Mark Jarvis, and yeah, he's a Jarvis, which is weird, yeah. but yeah, he's. That there was we a dickish are. move for Jason. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Jason. Yeah, fuck you. All right, we'll move on. Number, we're already going down the line. Shit, guys. We are at number yeah. four. Kellen, what do you got, my friend? Okay. Crispin Glover in Friday 4, the final chapter. He gets the classic cleaver to the face, you know, after he's searching the dark Love kitchen. Love this cor- one. The corkscrew. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and it kind of makes me think that Halloween H2O kind of homages that scene, you know, where the guy from Jumanji does like the same kind of thing, kind of looks for the, I think it was a corkscrew in H2O. But um, yeah, that's, it's just a great, great scene, very quick shot for the kill. But you know, once you see the blood just piling over his face, it's just, it works perfectly. And the darkness of that, that whole shot was just, it just matches well. Dude, you just made me realize that, that the dude from H2O was in Jumanji. Was the Jumanji kid. He's he <laughs> I plays had no fucking idea. Yeah, he plays Alan in the beginning. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's the Freckles, crazy. man. Yeah, same kid. Oh, yeah. You know, I I found that out only maybe like 5 years ago, so we're kind of in the same boat. I didn't know that until sort of Damn, recently. I, that never fucking clicked for me. I didn't know right? it until I got the the 4K Ultra HD of Jumanji and I watched it and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the kid from H2O." Like as a kid, obviously, I saw Jumanji first because I saw it when it came out and then I saw H2O yeah. in theaters, but I never connected the fucking dots. I was too young and stupid. Yeah. I was probably ripped too, so. Anytime and I've probably told this story too. Anytime I think about Jumanji, 
I just think about vomiting because I, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's, it's true. Uh, so I went to go see Jumanji in the theaters with uh, my buddy Jared when we were kids. Different Jared than you guys. Subway? Know, but uh, yeah, that, that one. <laughs> that would have been a fucking wild theater experience, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, so, dude, I went to go see uh, Jumanji with my buddy and like we got the fucking like biggest order of popcorn. And I fucking, dude, we polished off the whole bucket, right? We were kids. So I'm like, wow, 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 popcorn. Dude, didn't know it, but I had, like, come down with the flu, but the symptoms hadn't kicked in yet until literally we got back to his house. His mom drove us back to his house. We were supposed to have a sleepover, and, like, dude, as I got out of the car, I was like, like the exorcist, but it was nothing but fucking popcorn. And because I ate so much popcorn, like, it just kept coming and coming and coming. And I swear to God, I literally, like, with popcorn now, I can eat like a handful or a couple handfuls at the most because any more than that, I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel sick, man. It's like that fucking <laughs> that popcorn puke trimmer. I'm like, it's coming back. Oh, so, great. yeah, one little, little story for you. That's amazing. <laughs> you said you said no poop, but you did not say no puke. Yeah. Hey, no, puke is totally separate from that. And it happened from being at the movies. So that's totally yeah. different. Damn, what year was that? It was like mid-90s, late-90s? Early-90s, right? Jumanji was, I believe, 90... 93? No, it came after Jurassic Park. It's 94, 95. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because ILM did the effects, and they were not ready after they did Jurassic Park to do, like, lions and monkeys and shit. (laughs) Pretty sure it was 94. Pretty sure it was actually... 95. Yeah, there you go. December 15th. And and it was 90, because I saw that shit in theaters opening weekend, because back then I saw everything in theaters opening weekend, or else I would scream and cry like a little bitch so yeah Not brady we're on no. to you <laughs> number uh, four number f- is in fact my favorite friday movie too um not the same kill though uh my number four kill comes in the shower when poor doug just got laid and he's soaping up and he drops the soap and jason just shoves his head into the bathroom tile and crushes it. Like, I have always loved this kill. Um, There's one kill in this movie that is going to come up later, I'll say. But this one, it's just, oh, man. Like, I always felt so bad for him because everybody else, you know, gets thrown out a window or gets their throat slashed or, or gets something quick. But his is like, can you imagine just, like, being there and you're fighting it and there's just this hand slowly pushing you further and further into the tile until your head just caves in like that's just bonkers man i feel so terrible for him because he's probably the most beautiful looking male specimen i've ever seen and he's getting (laughs) beautiful chiseled jawline smashed into the the tiles and i I love you know i heard uh joseph zito say when he was making the movie he really wanted to reverse the the psycho theme you know the the girl in the shower thing Mm -hmm but make the the guy super attractive. So when he gets killed, it's even more of an impact. So he's like, you know, he looks like a male model. I'm pretty sure he was along the lines of that before he made the movie, but it was so impactful. I love that. It's one of the most visceral kills Mm -hmm. in the entire series for sure. Cause there's no weapon or anything. He's literally just like, dude, the amount of force it would take to smash your head through fucking a bathroom tile wall. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just weird that like Jason couldn't just wait till he was out of the bathroom. Like I feel like Michael Myers and other you know serial killers from horror movies would actually wait and you know let them finish stalk. the shower or their bath. Stalk. Yeah, stalk. 
a little more you know. playful. Yeah, Jason in the, the final chapter. Time for that. Yeah, he's not fucking around with that shit. He's all count to to get those numbers up with, man. He he's got to go through that whole house and the dog. Come on. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Jeremy. Jeff and Sandra from probably my favorite Friday the 13th film part 2. Really? You know, it's another it's another death in the bed situation, dude. They're, you know, they get fucking killed while they're having sex. Like both of them. They're penetrated during penetration. Yes. <laughs> yes. And That's great. <laughs> I remember I remember watching this as a kid and being like, yo, they're fucking doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> and that's that's cool. One day, one day. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then Jason kills him. And I'm like, fuck. Maybe that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this something I need to worry about when I eventually do get to do it? The biggest thing for me real quick was that they were doing it in like a hammock. And I was like, ah, you, you kind of deserve to die there. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Not great. I'm not yeah. a big fan of the whole p- potato sack thing. I think that's that was a little weird in that one. You know, it, that's totally the the town the dreaded sundown, and like I get it, and I yeah, and the strangers, I feel, I, yeah, mm. exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel yeah, they did that too, but I I feel like they uh, to them that was scary. It's like this fucking oh, I, Jason, uh, Jason's got a machete, <laughs> Justin, old Justin holding up a machete, uh. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I I feel like you know this was, you know, they were like, oh, that's fucking scary. They saw it in another film and they thought it would might work for their film. And you know, obviously, uh, fans prefer the the hockey mask. But I I can dig the sackhead Jason all day long. I've got a uh, <laughs> sideshow. I've got a sideshow like twelve inch figure that has sackhead Jason, and I fucking love it because I love that guy. R.I.P. Steve Dash, the real Jason. Dude, Fuck he was amazing. Let, and I don't I don't mean to say. I don't mean to say like it's a bad character because he he's definitely one of the cooler Jasons just by his like force of his kills and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's just the the potato sack's like a little silly, but it definitely works at times. Like I I don't know. It's like the more you think about it, the sillier it is. But like some of the shots were pretty terrifying. So yeah, but it's cool. Just oh shit! Is it my number four? Oh right, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here, baby. This actually came up recently when we did our horror remakes episode, and I had to include it because I realized after all these years how much it resonated with me and what it means to me as a person. I dream of it. I think about it when I want to feel happy inside when I'm feeling down. This comes from the Friday the 13th remake, a Derek Mears kill, Amanda. After getting some penetration, not full penetration, and tempting a sexual encounter, she is burned the fuck alive inside of a sleeping bag, hung over a fire by Jason Voorhees. And while I love the original Kane Hodder sleeping bag kill, which we saw twice, we saw it in The New Blood, and then we saw it again in Jason X, for some reason, this one is way meaner way scarier and when this is actually happening and she's burning alive it's fucking scary i remember being there opening night midnight showing sold out crowd and people actually like freaking out over that kill like people were scared of that shit i mean it's different if you're in the sleeping bag and you're like you're you're getting hit against a fucking tree you're probably out after one or two hits right 
Like you're yeah. crushed, but you're being burned alive in a sleeping bag. You know, you're burning alive and you can't get out of that thing. Uh, way more terrifying, way more scary, way more visceral. And it's, you know, kind of an opening into what Derek Mears portrayal of Jason was, what that version they were trying to do in the remake was. He was this animalistic fucking creature of the woods, but intelligent. He wasn't totally stupid. He wasn't a Neanderthal all the way, but he had this sensibility and a strategy to his kills. He hung her up, man, over the fire. Like, I mean, part of me wishes that he like ate her later on, but that's like, again, Mm. way out of Jason's range of what he does, but still, he cooked that bitch up, just saying, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> dude, I fucking love that remake, dude. That absolutely buries the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, super. Oh, a million times over, for sure. I mean, I'm a huge yeah. advocate. And again, I, I thank that remake for, you know, a conversation starter between me and Jeremy, because the first time yeah. we met, that was one of the first things we talked about was the Friday remake in general. And I've yeah. always been an advocate for it. You know, I think the first time I watched it, I was a little off on it, but I could see that the first four movies were there. Like that inspiration was there. And I think they, you know, there was a lot of care and precision that when it came to making that movie. And I just, I I still think people shit on it for no reason. I think there's a lot of stuff to love about it. People just can't accept the fact that it's a Friday movie that doesn't take place in the eighties. I get it. Seriously. Like I'm all about the eighties. I live the eighties every day of my life, but it's, (laughs) it's still like, Everyone's like, it should have been set in the 80s. Sure, cool. I would have been cool with that. But still, you need modern audiences to also connect, you know? Derek so, Mears was a was a badass, too, in that. He was. He's, he's amazing. He's such a nice guy, too, man. So nice. Yeah, one of my favorite Jason. So, yeah, my number four is The Sleeping Bag Kill Modified from the Great Friday choice. the 13th remake. Yeah, man. So, right back to you, Kellen, man. We're, we're down to top three. Holy shit. This is probably Ooh. the fastest countdown we've ever done. Well, this is going to go quick, I guess, because it's one that was already said. Friday 2, Mark's death, you know. Yeah. The paraplegic takes a plunge. Uh, <laughs> the character in the wheelchair, you know, he gets... gets a paraplegic <laughs> takes a plunge. Dude, I thought of that like five minutes ago, I swear to God. <laughs> um, but the character, you know, in the wheelchair, he gets an axe to the face. It's a quick kill, but the shot of the guy flying down the steps is just truly iconic. Um and like I said, I love the, I love the rain, I love the darkness, and you see like the the lightning kind of flashing over the the stairs as he's flying down them. And like you said, it's mean spirited, but it's awesome, and we love it. Yeah, hell yeah, we're all hell buddies. yeah, hell yeah, 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 hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kellen. Uh, so for for my number three. I'll just go for it. Um, it's from one of my least favorite Friday movies, which is part three, 3D. Um, I, I just, I hate this. I hate these characters. Uh, I get it. You know, Jason gets his mask. Justin always says, hey man, you just never saw it in 3D like it should be. I don't think it would make that much of a difference to me at this point. Well, guess what? I have some really special news that I can't talk about right now. Like some really oh, okay. awesome, amazing news that has to do with that. So, oh. Justin, are you, are you that guy that in school you're like... I just got some crazy information and your friends would be like, well, what, what, what is it? Can't tell you right no, now. No, Jeremy, tell us I'll tell you <laughs> off the fucking air. Like you do the same thing to me. Don't tell anyone, but bro. What? No. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I can't say anything right now is because it has to do. Because you don't trust out. our listeners. You no. don't trust yeah. our listeners. I, no, I don't. Justin. Fuck you. Just fucking I, say fuck it right now. Seriously. Because you'll ruin it and tell Paramount Pictures that we said what we said. And yeah, no, but. 
I said what I said. Go ahead, Brady. Go ahead, Brady. You'll get you'll get your opportunity. I'll say that much. For the listeners, Justin's big secret to tell Paramount is that they're actually remaking Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Um, so, uh, but no, my my favorite that would be cool. My favorite kill, uh, or my third favorite kill, is Andy in Part Three in his crotch kill, where he's walking on his hands, getting the beer, and Jason just fucking whacks him in half right through the fucking dick, man. Fwap, 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 fwap. But uh, and then after that, man, where he's just like he stuffs him up in the ceiling across the um uh, across like the the wooden beams, man. It's just it's mean spirited. The slow motion when he's cut in half, it's so fucking good. And while I hate this movie, it it has a couple good kills in it. I hate this movie. I hate it. Like I will skip it when I watch like the the series. So when the, you say you series. hate it, like you mean you hate it more Dude. than Jason goes to hell? Oh wow. shit! Yeah, I can I can actually enjoy a lot of Jason goes to hell, but I there's this it's these characters, man. I fucking hate them all. But Br- Br- Brady's all about like he's known now on Twitter. He's Dude, known about for the, the high takes. So what about the guy that eats all the food in the store in the beginning? That guy's cool. Shelly? No, like the, the, the story. Oh, with his yeah, rabbit, yeah, yeah. man. He's with, fucking with awesome. Rabbit. With this piece of shit wife who's nagging on him. I'm food, like, like, dude, if I had a wife like that, I'd be eating the fucking donuts <laughs> carrying around my rabbit too, man. I'd be like, fuck her, man. I'm going to go on here, eat these donuts, yeah. go take my shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. So that, that's, I'm glad Andy gets killed because I fucking hate him, but. Yeah. Are you mad because he's trying to bang his girlfriend who's pregnant? Is that your yeah. problem? <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. Dude, that used to be the first bearable of the franchise for me. Like, no really? joke. Like, like in terms of, like, I would skip the first two and go right to that. But now yeah. I've, I've got a hockey w- mask, right? I mean, maybe, but, like, I don't know. I, I've, I've never been a big fan of the first one, to be completely honest. I'm um, right there with you, man. I think it's kind of slow and boring as shit. And the second one has grown on me a lot. Amy Steele is fucking amazing. And like Steve Dash, of course. So, but yeah, the third one's great. I like it. But I understand why you're not like super into it, though. I don't understand. I don't understand why you're not into it, Brady. You're fucking wrong. Shut the fuck up. Right. Go 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 to bed right now. Uh, as Justin says, film is subjective, so we can all have our own opinions. <laughs> Can't spank you on your ass and send you to bed. Hey, I, I'd like to just point out that it makes me uncomfortable that the Munsters is going to be three hours. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? Is it really? Uh, you, you really want to go there? See, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Oh, is that a joke? I'm, I'm gaslighting him. Oh, He's man, gaslighting me, but it's actually, I, I I think it's hilarious that people are bitching that it's three, it's two, two hours and 38 minutes. The cut that they're running right now is two hours and 38 minutes. That does not wow. mean that's the final fucking runtime of the movie. People are like, yeah, oh my God, a three two. hours, three hour long Monsters movie. I'm like, you're stupid. Just Here's wait. The thing. I would fucking watch a three hour long Monsters movie. Well, so would I. Yo, but same. I'm, 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 it's I mean, a couple episodes back to back. Come on. Even I'm if it is Rob Zombie's movie. Mm. I'm still kind of upset that it's not rated R. I wanted to see like the trailer trash uh, humor that we usually get. But, <laughs> You're you know, the, the only see, one, bro. You I would see the only one. Monsters tell somebody out. he'd skull fuck them. Yeah, dude, that would have been amazing. I'm Herman Monster. Suck my monster cock, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> dude, and did did they change the makeup? Because I noticed like those first pictures that they released were pretty bad. I thought like of like Herman, and now 
I saw a more recent picture. He looked a lot better. Well, yeah, the, the original know. photos were makeup test photos. Were they? Okay, yeah. that's probably what it is. Mm -hmm. then. Probably yeah. testing the waters to see what fans yep. respond mm -hmm. to. Yeah, um, no, it looks great now. I'm, I'm looking really forward to it. But from 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 what I've been told from someone who is close to the production is that Rob Zombie did a faithful adaptation of the original TV show, and that yeah. fans of the original show are going to love it. So I mean, I believe that exactly what I expect from him because it's like one of his favorite things of all time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no chance he's going to flub this one. Well, there's a chance. Don't, don't <laughs> see. Don't see <laughs> well, like, like, you, like you said, though, it's like his favorite thing of all well, time. Well, well so we, I mean, but we, we know filmmakers that have the deepest admiration and love yeah. of a certain story or whatever it may be, a certain film, and they remake it or they <laughs> adapt it, and it's still a piece of shit. So that's Danny never. Mc, Danny McBride loves Halloween, and he wrote Halloween Kills, so I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, let's move on. Oh, we haven't bashed that movie in a while. Actually. In a while. Fuck Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bash that movie for the rest of my fucking life. All right. Man. So back to Friday uh, the Thirteenth. Number 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 three for me. Number, number three. three. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so Mark from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two again. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two is probably my favorite out of the franchise. Uh, we we've already talked about this one a few times so far. Uh, dude, he's handicapped. He's in a fucking wheelchair. He's about to get laid, man. He's Bless super his attractive. Soul. Bless his soul. He's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, <laughs> dude in the wheelchair is about to get it. And then he fucking gets it from, from fucking Jason, dude. And then, you know, being pushed down the flight of stairs. And like you guys said, in the rain, it just it made for one of those things that I remember watching this for the first time and thinking like that he had that safety net. Cause I was like, man, they're not going to kill this guy. Like that'd be super fucked up. Because, I mean, life's already been super fucked up to this guy. And, uh, no, they did. They were like, fuck, fuck him in that wheelchair. So, I don't know. This, this one always stood out to me because I found it to be super surprising. And, uh, I mean, I guess after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, you know, it should have been expected <laughs> that. Yeah, fucking There's Franklin. a huge difference. One of these characters is likable and very attractive, and the other is like throw him in the ditch and burn him to death. Shit. Yeah. Fucking Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sally. <laughs> so great. So yeah, imagine. I don't know. Like you know, go go for it. Go for it. Uh, I was just like, imagine you know, you're playing this character. <laughs> 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 that, what a great table read. Like, uh, I could go on a whole tangent on that. Never mind. Fucking how? How long do you think that it took the cops to find Mark's body? Realistically, because like they're looking around the the campsite, and then who just went down to like the steps and was like, ah, oh, fuck. They're like, you know, this is just in damn poor taste. They killed this guy. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I was about they to just say like what? kick him in the water. He's like, eh. sick. He did. Bastards. He didn't stand a chance. Oh, see what I did there. <laughs> Yeah, the worst rough. crime is that he was burst that beautiful face and legs that don't work. But apparently his dick works. So that's I mean, yeah. hey, dude, if he was well, trying he to was get in a car accident, wasn't I he? like that she double checked that to make sure that like his shit was yeah, like operational. Yeah. She was like, all right, before I put this on the table, that dick work. She probably looked that, down. And we didn't see do. we didn't see the shot where there was a little stiffy poking out of them pants. So, <laughs> oh, okay, what? so that works. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Those '80s whitey tidies, man. Whitey tidies, bro. Dude, I I she, wore she whitey tidies work, though. He would until I was in middle school. Dude, Fuck the best like, part. So maybe I should become like 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, Justin, Justin. Get up it again. Never again. Justin, question for you, because you're you're roughly the same age as me. Fucking I'm older, bitch. Well, same age. Damn. Close enough. Bitch. Dude, how long did you wear whitey tidies for? Like Do you mean the Batman ones that I got in nineteen eighty nine that I well, wore until you're, fucking nineteen ninety three? The ones that you wore until last night? No, no. Like <laughs> Um, I, I'm pretty milk. sure until I started dating in junior high when I realized it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, dude. Like, no, yeah. like nobody, like secretly nobody was having the conversation about like, nah, dude, like boxers are now in like you, like Kellen and Brady, you guys are much younger. They're so you, way too young to understand that this was like thing. the whitey yeah. tidies. Yeah, man. I was homeschooled. No, so I wore them when I was young. really little. Yeah. yeah. Brady was homeschooled, which means they walked around naked everywhere. My dad did. We already went over that last time. <laughs> Balls flapping. In the mouse! In the mouse! <laughs> <laughs> One of the best stories in the history of dude, this show. Dude, now, I, now I just free ball it. I can't afford laundry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, dude, well, that, I, that, that's I, how I am now. I mean, I'm sitting here in my gym shorts. I don't ever wear underwear since COVID happened. <laughs> even my pants now, my shorts, whatever I wear out. I don't wear any underwear. Going up though, we uh we just had the boxers that were like always too big, so they'd hang past your kneecaps. It was almost like wearing shorts under your shorts, but there was no support there. So yeah, or when it would like ride up and give you that yeah. like crack yeah. rash. Oh. Yep, but it, it had the little it had the little slit in front, so all you had to do is like if you had to, if you had to take a piss, you just just slid it out the the little slit, and there you are, you were good. A little slot <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> but then going through puberty it like would get constantly stuck in that anyways we don't have to go into that <laughs> as always funny. well i'll jump on to my number three from one of the best films of the series friday the 13th part three in Ooh. 3D, <laughs> a Richard Brooker kill. Oh, this this is this is on here because of the fact that it has to be is quintessential Vera shot in the eye by Jason with a spear gun. It is Jason's first on-screen kill of the entire series with the iconic hockey mask. It has to be on my list. It has to be in my top five. Um, it's also both one of the most hilarious and suspenseful scenes of the entire series. So it had to make the cut. Um, I love how when you're watching the movie for the first time, you're like questioning what's going on. Also, she seems like a bitch the whole rest of the movie, but she's like going to go into the water to grab a wallet. Like, I don't know. I just love the the spear gun going right into her eyeball. And then she just like yeah. dramatically falls into, it's not a lake motherfucker. That shit's like a man-made pond. All right. <laughs> uh, and then she just like splashes in there and that's, that's the end to her. And I, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me on this, not you, Jeremy, cause I'm sure you don't even know who the fuck that character is, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the least fanatic of this franchise out of everyone that's on this podcast. But right? correct me if I'm wrong, Kellen, be rat tat tat Um, I feel like Vera is from the beginning uh, portrayed as a character where you're not supposed to really like her much. She's kind of like really mean she's to Shelly and yeah, she's bitchy. Uh, I would, I would argue that she's just put in a shitty situation where like everybody there. Why? Cause her date is Shelly. Because he's yeah. fat and he's ugly and he likes horror movies and shit. And he wears makeup. masks and fucking pulls yeah. pranks on people. Every all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's down. his fault? 
Okay. Yeah, that's his fault. <laughs> All I mean, that's his fault. Look, think about what he had to deal with knowing that that's his date. I mean, she's a very attractive woman, but she's like totally mean to him the entire Let time. Let me ask you this. So let's let's flip the switch here. Let's say, Justin, years ago, your friends were like, hey, we're going to go on this camping trip. We set you up with somebody for the whole weekend. And you're like, fuck yeah, everybody else has somebody. Like, I'm going to have someone. You get there and it's somebody. Because I'd be the one with the hottest girl at the thing. So. Right, 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 right. Uh, so you get there and the fucker looks like a female version of Shelly. It's the hitchhiker from part four. Like, you don't mean to tell me that you wouldn't also be a little bitchy? I would ask my buddies for whatever drugs or alcohol or substances (laughs) they had. And then I'd be like, hey, we can go in here and if we could turn the lights out or we can go in the fucking tent where there's no lights and then maybe you can do something for me and I'll do something for you. Yeah, it'd be like kind of a reciprocal, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. But that's all we We just scratch back. That's the, back in the day, Brady, we took one for the team and we did what was necessary Oh my God. To make that touchdown. <laughs> Kick that field goal, if you will. That three pointer. It had to be made. So points on yeah. the board. Yeah, I just I feel like she kind of got like the shit end of the deal there and she's just kind of bitchy because of it. I don't think that she's inherently a bitch. It's not like Shelly's mean. He's kind of mean. His jokes are like in poor taste. Dude. He doesn't understand that because he's not smart, Brady. <laughs> Dude, Shelly looks like he fucking reeks. Oh my God, that B.O. that would be filling that van. <laughs> my brother-in-law, man, we when <laughs> we had to go down to North Carolina a couple years ago for like a, a family event, and my wife was like, hey, we got to pick up my brother. And I was like, fuck, this is like one clammy-ass motherfucker. Like you shake his hand and you just want to like wash your hands right afterwards. It feels like you touched like a naked crab out of its shell, you know? And... So he gets in the car and immediately the car just fills with the worst body odor. And it was like a four hour ride and I couldn't say anything. So I start like cracking windows and he's like, can you pull the window up? It's a little cold. And I was like, you got to be fucking shitting me. I've I've been in that position. There was this one actor that was in one of these films that I made like almost 10 years ago. And dude, the guy reeked and it was like not even a five minute drive. And my mom was driving and it was like, we all knew it, but nobody wanted to say anything. It was horrible. Oh, dude, there, there's, uh, oh. there's a fucking a guy, uh, and I won't go. I won't go into too many details, but uh, a dude that's in the horror scene and Lawrence Monson. Typical, no, no, no. He, he's 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 not, he's not a like a film actor or whatever, but he uh, he's a vendor at uh some horror shows or whatever, and I had purchased a thing from him, and uh, something happened where like I I like picked him up from like one hotel and took him to the host hotel or whatever the fuck. And uh, like, dude, I don't know whether it had just like, he had on like a cosplay, like jumpsuit. And I don't know whether like, like he had done yard work and like, or like physical activities in this, this jumpsuit for like years and never washed it or what the fucking situation was. But my, bu- <laughs> my buddy was in the front seat. And then this other guy that, that was wearing the jumpsuit, got in the back seat and dude i'm not joking the car ride was only two minutes from one hotel to the other and he smelled so fucking bad that it was like an indescribable wretched smell to where i looked over at my friend and he looked like he was about to puke we got out of the car and my buddy was like i i I gotta tell you that guy smelled fucking worse than anything i have (laughs) ever fucking smelled in my life and it was this it was a situation where when I came back out to my car hours later after the convention, like 
the smell will still kind of linger. Dude, imagine how Jason smells. Oh, that motherfucker. (laughs) Especially if if we're talking about the Jason that from the fucking 2009 movie. He's like digging tunnels and shit like that. (laughs) Even worse, man. The new blood Jason, who's been like sitting at the bottom of Crystal Lake for how long? I was just going to say baghead Jason. Can you imagine what that bag fucking smells like? True. Can we we tell the listeners real quick about uh, (laughs) some of the worst luck that I've had with uh, having you over? (laughs) Oh, my God. There are like so many stories of going to Jeremy's house. I swear to God, my house doesn't stink, but like... There was a few times where Brady came over and, like, just things went wrong. (laughs) Go ahead, Brady. So I went over one time, and you guys, I think, had just had Scarlet or something. Scarlet was a not a newborn, but a couple months old. And she was fresh. There was something else that was not fresh in that fucking house. So we get in there, and I was, like, almost knocked back out of the doorway by the stench and I was like, what the fuck is that? And Jeremy was like, okay, so look, uh, Scarlett's been like shitting her brains out. So there's poopy diapers everywhere. So you got marinating poopy diapers. You got the dog had thrown up a little bit earlier because at this point, Jeremy's dog just like was the exorcist fucking everywhere. And then in the kitchen, they had like days old, dirty shrimp water. No, water n- night. Sitting. Night oh. before, night before, motherfucker. But still, it was disgusting. I blame, I blame, I blame my wife on two out of three of those. I don't blame her for the dog one, but like, I had been at work. She was at home, but like, she was like nose blind to the fucking shrimp water, like chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Oh. You know, <laughs> like and the poopy diaper, dude. Yeah, he he fucking Brady walked in and I was like, yo, what oh. is that fucking smell? So there God. it is. It was a. It's something I'll never forget. Definitely yeah. a cherished memory. Shit. I smelled like a Slipknot crowd. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, I guess that is what Jason's bag would have probably smelled like. Yeah. Shrimp water and <laughs> shrimp water baby baby shit. Water. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And all of a sudden, god. fucking Brady's dad pops out of a closet, butt naked. <laughs> butt naked. There's a mouse. There's a mouse. <laughs> Dick fucking swinging like a pendulum. Anytime I see a mouse now, I just have PTSD. I'm like, where's my dad? <laughs> where's my dad's dick? Where is it? I'm getting Brady for Christmas. I'm going to get little. a nice little mouse. Oh, Stuart Little. Uh, that was my, my version was definitely different than the movie we got with Michael J. Fox. <laughs> my parents should not have been able to adopt me. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Is it Kellen? I think it's me. Is it? So, is it? Yeah, because yeah. you just did Vera. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Yeah, we're right back. We're actually down uh, to the, the top two. Holy shit. This is crazy. And we're son there. of a bitch. We're there. I had, the, I had the same kill. I had the same one. Spear gun, Friday three. Are you, you know, serious? The, the I first think I might I, love you. I swear to shit, dude. First time we get a glance at Jason in the infamous hockey mask. You know, this kill, it works so well, and especially in 3D. Because, by the way, I've actually seen it in 3D at the Egyptian Theater three or four Ooh. years ago. Ooh. Okay, so I have to ask, because I know you are a cinephile on the level yes. of myself. Did yes. you see it, uh, the 35 millimeter projected version on in 3D? Yes. Yes. So you've seen how epic this movie is. It's really fucking good. It's made for 3D. I yes. mean, absolutely. Yes. Like this, and this kill in particular is definitely one of the best. It might have been the best. Was it the best 3D moment? 
Um, it was up there. It's either it that. At you. It's either that or the eye popping out. I think, but the eye popping yeah. out is obviously you know a fake yeah. head, so you can tell it's a fake head. Um, yeah. but I, I think, th- yeah, right up there for sure, definitely right up there. No, yeah, and it's there's so many different like 3D inserts in the movie that you you actually would almost miss just watching the 2D version. Um, there's a, just some fun shit in there. But um, yeah, meant to be on, meant to be seen on the big screen for sure in 3D. And uh, I'm actually, I'm actually going to see the barn in June next month. I got an invite. Somebody's gonna give me a tour of the uh, locations there. It's gonna be pretty cool. Extremely yeah. jealous. Extremely yeah. jealous. Dude, fly out. I think Jeremy might be here around the time that happens. Palooza. Yeah, it should be around. Palooza. That time. La, 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 la. Yeah. So hopefully. <laughs> I'd oh, kill yeah. too. I'd, I'd, honestly, that's one of the things that, you know, in my location stuff that I've done yeah. over the past couple of years, the only thing I have done for Friday the 13th is keep going back to fucking the original, you know, Camp Crystal Lake. I've got Jersey. many stories of getting booted from there that are on old episodes of the show and yeah. almost arrested and plenty of things. Of that's that the New nature. Jersey one, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Blairstown. But uh, yeah, that's amazing. I, fucking super envious of that well, i hope it happens so not i hope work. so too i hope so too man i look forward yeah. to the pictures brady on to you man number two comes from jason lives for me it's when uh poor sheriff michael garris confronts jason to save his daughter megan and uh he's he's going to town on jason man he's beating him with that fucking stick and you think he might actually win and then jason says i've had enough and fucking folds him in half I love the I love that the fact that you know Tom McLaughlin was you know so tongue in cheek at the time. There's like references to so many different things in that movie, but like he and Mick Garris were such good friends during the period that he named that character after Mick Garris. Yep, yep. Um, so I I think it's just brutal. I I wish that you know it hadn't have been so heavily censored and that <clears throat> excuse me maybe you lingered on it a little longer instead of just that quick cutaway to the rest of it, but I think it still just shows the sheer brutality of this type of Jason that we're getting, like th- that era of Jason where he's just no holds barred and he is just mowing people down with sheer force and brutality. Like you see a little bit of it in final chapter, like with, with I already talked about Doug through the shower and throwing people out windows, but I think this movie is really when it starts to, to kick that up a notch and I just love the kill. I think it's perfect. Beautiful yeah. kill, and I'm not going to lie, man. This one, it was in my top five back and forth a bunch of times. I really wanted to include it, but unfortunately, it's on its way to my honorable mentions. But it is one of my favorites, probably because of the fact that, you know, by the time this movie came out, we all know that the MPAA was censoring so much of these movies that, like any vision that the, the the director had for, you know, the kind of brutality they wanted to convey was so like cut back and cut back and cut back that these movies were a shell of what they were intended to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Great Not fucking sure. pick though, man. I'll be the first one, man. I Here will be goes. the first one to bring in some Jason X love, baby. Oh, oh don't even, don't worry, brother. Don't even worry, brother. It's coming. All right, all right, all right. So, you know, being that I'm not the biggest Friday the 13th fan, I will tell you I fucking love Jason X because Jason X 
knows exactly what the fuck it is. Todd Farmer, who wrote it, knew exactly what he was writing. He wanted to write a Friday the 13th film in the vein of Aliens, but more fun, more cheese. I love it, dude. We get not only the Jason that that we know and love from the, the previous films, but we get literally an uber fucking Jason, like a robot, like... Sentient. We get, we fucking... get Power Rangers, Jason. That's a yeah. It's yeah, like man. it's like, dude. Remember in, in <laughs> remember in Ninja Turtle Secret of the Use, like there was Shredder and then there was Super motherfucking Shredder. Super Shredder. Dude, <laughs> we literally got Super Shredder, aka Uber Jason and Jason X. I fucking love this movie. A lot of people fucking hate it. Fuck them. Fuck all of you that hate it. I don't give a fuck. I love Jason X. So I'm talking about so Adrian. You know, the chick that's going to perform an autopsy on Jason and he fucking wakes up from from his cryogenic sleep and fucking grabs her, shoves her face in liquid nitrogen, pulls it back up, like almost like a Halloween, you know, H2 move where Michael Myers dunks his victim in, in, in the boiling hot water. Well, this time it's it's liquid nitrogen. And then he immediately smashes her face that like it goes into gooey frozen bits and i had never seen anything like that i remember skipping school to see this movie and being like holy fuck man that was so awesome it's a kill that's always stuck with me i wish jason x got more love you know i wish there was more representation of jason x shit at conventions uh i mean dude the action figure for Jason X commands uh, a pretty high dollar on eBay, which which means that there's, it's rare and it you know commands a high dollar because people fucking love it and they're willing to pay it. So that's my number two, man. Dude, he he finished smashed her face into Dippin' Dots. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, man. Literally. Yeah, yeah, great, exactly great, great is. pick. And it's, 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 you know, no mystery that it's coming up here. But my number two, yeah, hopping in here with a pick from my favorite Friday the 13th movie. In my opinion, not only one of the best of the series, one of the best slasher movies of all time, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, a Ted White kill. Jimmy played by Crispin fucking Glover. It's already been yeah. covered earlier, but a corkscrew to the hand and a meat cleaver to the face with a reverse shot. Yeah. I love the fact that, you know, say what you will about Savini. We've talked about him before more in depth on our episode of the Prowler with Joe from movie dumpster. There was a lot of behind the scenes talk on that one. You can say what you will about Tom Savini, but he made his mark in the slasher genre with the original Friday the 13th. And then he came back to finish what he started in his mind, finish what he started with the final chapter. And I think he really showed how much he had grown in terms of how creative he could be his technique with the kills and everything in this movie is perfection. And there's something about seeing Crispin Glover getting a fucking meat cleaver to the face. He's just looking for the corkscrew, man. Yeah. The most insane thing about doing this list is that most of these characters have either already gotten laid or maybe the dude got the tip of his dick in and couldn't finish. 
or they're about to get laid and they get killed. And I love that. I just love every single bit of that. And Crispin Glover brought something to his performance in this movie as Jimmy that is unlike anything else from the rest of the entire series. He was trying to bring a performance to a Friday the 13th movie. Classic. Slightly unheard of, if you will. But this kill is amazing. I think it was already talked about how it's 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 beautifully done. Uh, the lighting of the scene is amazing. It, it's building tension constantly. It's done quick, too. And it's brutal and fast. Yeah. And I just... I'll never get over it. I look forward to it every single time. Just imagine the pain of the corkscrew in the hand and then a fucking meat cleaver to the face. And, and it's got a great buildup, too. Like, you know yes. Jason's lur- lurking in the shadows right there. He's he's about to kill Crispin, but, you know, you're just waiting for it to happen, and it definitely has a good buildup. And then, boom. And, and we all know that, you know, people don't talk enough about Ted White's Jason, but he is oh, one of the best. most vicious, one of the most brutal, like... You know, Brady, you had on there the shower kill earlier. It's mm-hmm. he, he doesn't give a fuck. There, there is no plotting, really. He's just a killing machine. He is like Bruce the shark from Jaws on land, man. He's like, I don't give a fuck about any. I don't want to play with you. I just want to kill you. He's and, also the most Jason of the Jasons when you think of like, you know, it's it's the Jason you, you think of. He's stomping around the woods and just just notoriously killing everybody. Um and a lot of the other ones have like a silly side to them, but I feel like this one's the most Jason. And he yet. runs. Yeah. He's like, I don't give he's, a fuck. I can run, he's man. Quick. I'm going to come he get you. Asics. He wears Asics in this one. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that, that's my number two. So ladies and gentlemen, there are no breaks on this episode. We are just going straight through. This is it. Number one, top kill of the Friday the 13th series. I'm so excited to see where we're going with this. Kellen, it's on you, brother. I swear to God, we've had the same kills for this entire list. And Jeremy, you have just said my favorite. It is the liquid nitrogen kill from Jason X. Oh my God, so we're, we're all going to go there, aren't we? Oh shit. It's we're so all going to go there. <laughs> it's, it's the first one that comes to mind. You know, it's, it's oh, fucking man. insane. And, you know, it's just it's just perfect, man. It's every time I see it, it's, it's like seeing it for the first time. It's just so exciting. Um, and it, she, you know what? That's that's one of the characters you're kind of surprised they killed off, though, because she was kind of like the nice girl. And I don't know. She's just she got smashed to smithereens. <laughs> but I actually I did see something on YouTube recently saying that that's not really how that would happen. Like, that's not really possible with liquid nitrogen. So that kind of ruined it for me a little bit. But, but who cares? But who cares? A little far-fetched, but it works. And it's it's done so well. And another good build-up scene. You know, he's laying there on the table. You know it's coming. You know, you're not sure if it's going to be her or somebody else that walks in the room, but it's kind of a surprise that it's her, to be honest. Yeah. Good point. But, man. yeah, Jason X is fantastic. Got to love Cronenberg being in there. And Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yep. Just another great one in the theater, to be honest. That was the last yeah. movie I saw at the New Bev right before COVID. Right, right um, before they were like, they were like, all right, everybody, you're fucked. It's, we're going to be Callum, locked that's so down. funny that you say that because right before yeah. COVID locked down, I booked Jason X at Alamo no and way. I was not allowed to go. Actually, I was, oh, my wife dude, wouldn't sucks. let me, I booked it. We were, we were doing like a, a special, it was before terror Tuesday was really catching on it. Like we were trying to make it catch on. 
And I was supposed to be there. I was so mad that she wouldn't let me go. And then I found so out it still like, happened. It still happened. Uh, it was a packed crowd. And then I found out like 10 people got COVID from that screening. So I was actually thankful because <laughs> luckily for me, much like Jeremy, I'm old as fuck, older as fuck than he is. And I saw Jason yeah. X opening night in cinemas as a high school student with five other people in the theater. Cause that's how many people went out to see that thing when it came yep. out. And, and uh, I was so sick. So I, I, I'm lucky for that, but I mean, seeing the reverence and what, what people are like, a lot of people, Jeremy, you're perfectly saying like people love that movie now. Like it's, you know, yeah. you gave me some love for wearing the shirt last week on the show. Like, more and more people are showing love for that movie because they get it. They're like, oh man, this is kind of a misunderstood thing. Like, yeah. even though it's not what Todd Farmer wanted the movie to be, he really did want it to be like alien with Jason in space, not like brightly colored yeah. fucking fluorescent lights. And <laughs> D- did I say Todd Farmer earlier? Did I say Patrick Farmer? I don't know Todd, what you said. But okay, I think good. you said Todd. Because, uh, dude, I was like, dude, wait a minute. Did I mix up Patrick Jeremy, Lustier you're the sober one on Farmer? the show. So, Dude, <laughs> speak, speaking of Todd Farmer, he was supposed to be at the new Bev screening I went to. Uh, he, he canceled because of COVID because he was too worried to come out. Yeah. And the screening still happened, though, dude. It's great. It was on 35 millimeters. So that was sick. But with an audience, it's, it's fucking incredible. And I, I don't know if you know our buddy uh, Peter Vulo that does Thursday Night Terrors. I don't he's think actually, they know him. Yeah. He, he's actually showing it in New York this month like later this month in buffalo so, right yeah i know a lot of people that go up there that i've met at mahoning that are great people so yeah, yeah no. that's that's a great movement up there as well fantastic no, for man. sure yeah it's been booming the last 10 years so that's it that's that's my kills you know gotta love them there's a lot of great other ones but those are those are my faves my number one has also been talked about already but it's not the liquid nitrogen kill it's from part four, poor Jimmy Mortimer. With I mean, I, I've already said it, this is my favorite of the Friday movies. I am in total agreement with Justin. I think it's not just the perfect Friday the 13th movie. I think it's the perfect 80s slasher movie. It's got everything that you could ever want from it. It's got a great score. It's got great kills. It's got likable characters that you actually get invested in. Um, it's got twins. You can't go wrong with twins. Uh, it's got our boy Rob. You know, he's great in it for, you know, whatever he does. But I think that when I, like, when I think of Jason killing somebody in Friday the 13th, I just think of Crispin Glover getting killed with the corkscrew to the hand and the meat cleaver to the face. And not only that, but just like, you guys talked about it a little bit, the foreshadowing into that scene, but the back and forth where he's like yelling for his friend Ted and then it cuts to Ted just laughing at the porno he's watching on screen and then cuts right back to Jimmy getting killed. And then later on, you see that Jason has fucking nailed him to the doorway and then Jason just fucking like moves his body to the side when he's running after uh, Trish. It's just, it's mean-spirited all the way through and even when you think you're done with the kill there's still a little something at the end where you're like man fuck that's brutal uh so i i love it i got it tattooed on me the quote the where's the cork where the hell's the corkscrew i i think it's great i love that line where's yeah. the corkscrew the way he's tad tad <laughs> classic um, number one for me all right jeremy what you got good stuff so this list wasn't terribly difficult for me uh, however, there was well, you one, just, you just looked up a list of top 10 Friday the 13th kills, right? <laughs> no, 
He no. just asked. He asked Scarlett what her favorites were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was like the killer clown. <laughs> um, I knew what my my number one pick was gonna be immediately the moment that we brought up this topic because it's the one that affected me the most. Uh, because seeing it in theaters, I literally went oh shit like out loud and everyone was like oh my god like it you know it had been a while since we had seen like a straight up like vicious friday the 13th movie because like dude you know we had jason goes to hell you know we had you know jason x freddy versus jason so we had kind of gotten more of the like he was almost like playing like a character of himself in those movies you know, it was played more up for entertainment and fun value and not brutal value. And, dude, 2009's Friday the 13th, the Amanda kill, in the very beginning of the movie, yep. where, you know, Amanda's tied up in the sleeping bag and she's slung over this fire for her to burn to death. We already talked about this one, but, like, this one got me because, you know, I had seen some quick trailers for this film. But this this kill really set the tone for me and this movie with her in the sleeping bag and she's kicking and she's screaming and she's being burned alive in this fucking sleeping bag. It's absolutely brutal and unforgiving. And for me, what I was always like, dude, when I was watching this movie in theaters, I thought, holy fuck, we're about to get the greatest Friday the 13th film that's ever been fucking made, right? Yep. The first group of kids, or young adults, should I say, that we're introduced to in the beginning of this film, I don't know if you guys will agree with me or not, they're more likable than the yes. actual cast yep. that we get throughout the yeah, rest of the movie. Yeah, we touched on that in our remake episode recently. We all agreed. Yeah. All, I, mean, Dude, I don't know how you feel, Kellen. Right. I, I also agree with Jeremy that the, the, the first group of kids is way more likable, more relatable than the later group. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah, sure. so, like, I just, in that moment, I was like, holy fuck, they're about to do it. And then I didn't like the other characters as much in the rest of the film. And I remember watching this movie in theaters. I still really liked it, and I still do really like it. But I remember also being bummed because I was like, damn, like, I wish they would have flip-flopped those. But yeah. I digress. It was a fucking vicious-ass kill. By far and away my favorite in the franchise because, like I said, it affected me. I went oh shit because yeah. <laughs> i just didn't see it coming and expect it to come out swinging like that so that's my number one man justonius devonius i'd love to see that on the big screen again that was a great one yeah y'all already know what is it it's jason x fuck yeah it's jason x <laughs> and you know what like i i love the fact that there's so much love for jason x on this episode we didn't intend it to be this way. It's not like we planned this shit, but God intended it to be this way. I, I, I love it. And it makes me feel so warm <laughs> inside. And I'm pretty sure that when I go to bed, well, before I go to bed, when the wife is in the bedroom, I'm going to go put on Jason X and put on my favorite pair of boxers, Jeremy. My penis is going to get hard and I'm going to masturbate while I watch Jason X <laughs> and go, I'm so happy this movie is getting the love that it deserves now, 20 years later, considering the fact that it came out exactly 20 years ago. 
Um, yeah. You know, it's and then Brady's dad pops out of the closet. The mouse problem in my house randomly with the mouse. Oh, <laughs> Is that a real thing? He wouldn't yeah, like man, Dick, I wouldn't be Dick surprised slinging. with my dad. Well, yeah. your dad wouldn't like the, the fact that me and Daniel used to bre- breed rats. So yeah, that's. Uh, a thing I think too. he would love your house. You're like this rat's like this big motherfucker. But no, it's obviously a cane hotter kill from Jason X, Adrian, the face frozen in the cryo lab and smashed to pieces. Bro, that's the way that I get jiggy with my boys. That's when we like crush cans, if you will. Fuck that. I'm going to crush this bitch's face. Let's get crunk. I know that's a super you know, outdated term, but I don't give a fuck. Let's get crunk. Yeah. You know, I haven't heard yeah. that fucking ever. Yeah. Get crunk. Get crunk. Oh Dude, and it's, it's crazy because like Jason is so quiet throughout all the movies. Like I really did not expect him to break the ice in Jason X. <laughs> 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 just a little one. We're going to have to take some time just to a little recover taste. from that a little bit. But no, for real. I mean, I, obviously, that's the main thing we love about Kane Hodder's Jason is like his performance and his presence and how what he brought to the character. And I think in particular, this kill, like I love how, you know, we know it's a dummy that he takes and throws across the room after he smashes the face. But he does it with such force. Like everything he does is brutal with force. And he really always brought something special to the character. And even though, you know, the movies he is in aren't my favorites of the series, even though I have, you know, a tattoo that is specific to a Kane Hodder Jason movie. I think he's still always going to be, considered the best Jason in my opinion my favorite Jason uh, I don't know what you guys think I think we might as well go around the horn real quick sure. very quickly so I'll go I'll go backwards J- uh, Jeremy your favorite Jason Kane Hodder yeah. like film specific or yes film specific yeah part seven Ooh. Brady uh, definitely Kane Hodder part seven yeah I'm gonna go with that too actually screw it and overall, I'm, definitely. And I'm right there with you. Best design, best performance, best presence. I mean, the movie's not yeah. the best, and I've gotten some heat over the years because I'm a huge fan of that movie. Um, though none of those smoke. kills <laughs> showed up on my top five. But I, I think it's just you, know, you have to consider like he really brought something special to that role. I'd love to bring him on the show someday. Jeremy, work your magic. Kellen, work your magic. You guys are the interview guys. You know everybody. He's probably but, um, easy. He probably is, actually, but he's probably going to charge you charge. Like 500 fucking dollars or something. Dude, Robert England charges a couple thousand dollars. That'll be the day. Uh, a Not interested. Dollars Not interested, but yep. that's okay. Just tell him what the he's, prime time He's literally... Dude. He's such a talker. He's told every fucking story ever. And then I feel like he's even made up stories, too. He's like, oh, yeah, I was on the set of Halloween. I uh, was paid to, to put dude, uh, dude, leaves I found around. Out, dude, I found out he actually was. I call bullshit. I'm still calling bullshit. I'm telling you. No, he he stopped by. He didn't do the leaves part, but I heard he stopped by. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, you know, he worked with Jamie Lee Curtis before that. So, I mean, I drove past a 7-Eleven one time. <laughs> Dude, Jeremy, how do we know, know your stories are true? Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, I don't know. I, lo- I love Robert England, but at the same time, like I think sometimes he's full of shit. And lying. while yeah. we're about to promote Fredheads, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, 
No, but um, before we go any further and we get to the end of the episode, uh, honorable mentions, this is the time to do it if you're going to do it. So I'll throw it to our guest. Kellen, do you have any honorable mentions? I'm sure you do because you're a huge Friday the 13th fan. Um, yeah, can I just list them all? List them all, bro. Go there's, there's down the fucking line, dude. All right, baby. We got... Let's see here. We're going to we're going to go with Freddy versus Jason where he hits Kia with the machete and she whips into the fucking tree like a rag doll. Uh that shit's awesome. I love that scene. Um I got Friday 6. Uh he rips Bert's arm off in the woods. That's kind of fun. I can't remember how does he actually die though? Is that just does he like give him like a machete to the head first? I can't remember. Um Bert I'm, I'm, the paintball scene. Yeah, I thought that he just like ripped the arm off, and that was it. Yeah, well, if your arm, if your arm gets ripped off, eventually you'll die. So I, yeah. I took it as unless, that. Unless maybe maybe he's the one that gets smashed, his face smashed into the tree under like the smiley face. I think you're right. I think it's both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the sleeping bag kill from part seven, just classic. Um, Pamela Voorhees, also classic from the first one. That's like one of the main redeeming qualities of that movie, in my opinion. And just Betsy Palmer in general. She was just great in that. Um, and then we're going to end this with Punch's Head Off in Friday 8. Jason yeah. Goes you got to throw that bitch. one in there, right? What what year was Manhattan, though? I'm trying to think. Was that? 89. Before? 88. Okay, okay. So Killer Clowns It's, 80, it it's 89 because they shot it in June. They're okay. shooting while Batman 89 was still in theaters. That's why you see the Batman 89 symbol yeah. in the background in Madison's or excuse me, Times Square. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the opening shot of the movie with the title card, you see the bat symbol underneath the Friday logo. No, yeah, I remember that. And Killer Clowns from Outer Space did like kind of a similar punching the head off uh, like the year before in 88. So I don't know. I don't know who started that whole thing, but I know those two are pretty close. Nice. So, yeah. There's so many good kills, let's be honest here. Before I spout off at the mouth, be ratatat. I know you have some honorable mentions, motherfucker. Yeah, so number six for me would have been Amanda uh, in the sleeping bag from the remake in 2009. You guys already covered it. I think it's a great fucking kill. I think that whole opening sequence is fantastic with all the deaths. Um, it, you know, I, I really enjoy hers. It's on my list, but after hers, it probably would have been um the boyfriend who gets like pulled through the floor by jason and then that one's amazing uh yeah 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 and then number seven would have been liquid nitrogen face which you guys also already covered uh number eight would have been nolan from the remake when he's on the boat and jason shoots him through the head with the arrow so fucking good uh and then Number nine would be Vera from part three because, like you guys say, I, I, I do agree that it's a classic Jason kill. It's the first time that you see him in his mask. I just hate the fucking movie, so it didn't crack my top five. I couldn't have two from three in there. Um, Yeah, and then number 10 would have been Mark from part two in the wheelchair. Um, When I first saw it, I was like, man, that's just fucking brutal. And then as I've gotten like gone through that movie so many times it's like eh there's worse like so yeah that's that's my that would have been my entire top 10 what about you man i'll jump right in number six would have been a pamela Voorhees kill really it's a tom's Savini kill it's kevin fucking bacon jack stabbed through the back of the neck and through the throat 
from underneath the bed. Number seven would have come from Jason Goes to Hell, which no one talked about, really, on this shit. Breasts out and impaled through the back and ripped in half while she's just trying to get an orgasm. And dude, she was almost there. It's a great fucking kill. It's brutal. It's a brutal fucking kill. I love it. Um, Number eight would have been another Ted White kill from the final chapter. Uh, Kellen talked about it early on in his list. And he inspired me with his video earlier. The Hitchhiker. Random Hitchhiker. No name on the actual movie, but played by Bonnie Hellman. And I said stab, you know, through the back of the neck and through the throat. An homage you know to that the first she, movie, but she's actually related to the uh, Hellman's mayonnaise estate. I don't know if you guys looked that up. I didn't what? look it up because I don't give a fuck. But no, I just, I, I actually, I just cool. made it up. I but, just made it up. <laughs> just another lie. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude! I actually believed that for a second. You're like, oh shit! Well, when it comes out of Jeremy's she got mouth, that mayonnaise money. The way he presents like everything, he's just like, I don't know, dude. Do you want? But dude, um, I mean, she looks like again, she reeks of mayonnaise. Y'all be talking shit about her. To me, I'm like, you know, I'm not a fan of hippies. She's a hippie. Even though she says fuck off on the other side of her sign, I'm like, all she really wanted is to eat her banana and get a ride. She definitely ain't getting laid, no offense, but actually maybe she would have. Maybe I was that guy, Brady, like you said, in the dark, in the tent. It's quite possible. Yeah. Uh, Port shit gets the knife, whatever. My number nine would have come from Jason Lives, a CJ Graham kill. Sheriff Mick Garris snapped in half by Jason already talked about earlier on in the episode and my number 10. And I had to include this just because I hate this movie gets so much shit. It's not the best, but it's another Kane hotter kill from Jason takes Manhattan. It's JJ dude as a metal dude, my entire life since I was 14 years old and playing in metal bands until I was 30, basically how could I not love seeing a hair metal chick get bashed in the fucking head to death by Jason with a flying V guitar? Granted, it's not very brutal, but still, that's her death. It's a flying V. It's clever. It's fun. It's awesome. Rock, yeah, rock and roll. Man. Rock there and it roll, is. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our top five kills of the Friday the 13th series episode a special edition episode for you guys for, you know, this holiday. We all celebrate it. Kellen, you know what I'm talking about, man. Every Friday the 13th, we do this, don't we? We just, like, celebrate Dude, these movies. We go hard. I'm literally going to sleep in the woods on Friday because I'm such a big fan. That's what I'm saying, man. I Good luck. It. There's a lot of homeless people in L.A. So, You're right. Yeah. I'm probably going sure to I'm sure you'll get some roommates. To be fair, I've heard they've migrated <laughs> from... Uh, Sunset Boulevard to the woods in all kinds of different areas. So, yeah. But either way, I mean, just take your machete, you know? Wear a hockey mask. Better yet, fucking take Danny Trejo with you. (laughs) Yeah. As machete, like in character as machete. Yeah. But (laughs) before we go any further, Kellen, again, tell our listeners that are interested in what you do on your podcast, what you're all about, and where they can find you on social media. Oh, dude, I appreciate it. Uh, Kellen's Petty Talk Show. It's a very demeaning name that I came up with. Uh, it's basically <laughs> just me giving these bullshit interviews to a bunch of actors and directors in the industry and then a bunch of bands that I like. And I always try to change up the guests and just make it kind of fresh and fun. But yeah, it's just kind of like a typical podcast, but 
put like a fun spin on it. We have like the, the fun speed round questions at the end, always that people have known to love on many podcasts. Those are so and, much fun, dude. And they're so, yeah, they really are. Like once you get to that point of the podcast, like everybody's just having fun and just letting loose. A lot of times like you'll, you'll do an interview and it's, it's kind of nerve wracking if it's like somebody you're into. And you know, that's a lot of the people that I, I bring on that are people that I've grown up watching or listening to. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun and I'm still working on new guests, but that's at Kellen's Petty Talk Show. So as I said earlier that Lawrence Monison couldn't hear me, um, it was K-E-L-L-E-N. That's uh, <laughs> two E's, two L's, and that's Kellen's Petty Talk Show. So Petty, P-E-T-T-Y, talk and show. I hope you know how to spell that. Um, that's on Instagram. And um, that's, yeah, that's my social for that. And then my, I have a personal social. It's uh same. It's like, it's Kellen K E L L E N Pembleton P E M B L E T O N. Yeah. That's me. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make sure to connect you with Kellen shit in the show notes on all of our stuff on social media, as well as on Podbean, where we are hosted from Jeremy. This is kind of like your part of the show. Like how do they find us, man? Man, 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 you're all doomed. doomed. <laughs> oh no, he's holding an eyeball. Your ass stinks. Oh, shit. <laughs> wrong franchise. <laughs> sleepaway camp, the return to sleepaway camp. Imagine if those collided. What was it, they egg salad have. or a tuna salad? What was it, Kellen? <laughs> These are your choices egg salad or tuna salad. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it goes, but it's something like that. Mm. I just we just heard a Jeremy <laughs> fart on the air. I don't think we have any more time for anything else, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's kind of the end of it. That's I it. Think. You can find us on all social media. Delios, we're on Twitter. Yeah. We're on the Facebooks. We're on the Pod Beans. We're Porn. on the Bean Pods. Pornhub. We're on, we're on every Hub. fucking thing. Yeah. Pornhub slash Kellen Voorhees. We're on Pornhub. We're on fucking, seriously, look up any porn site. Sure. That, that's or, where we'll be but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this special edition friday the 13th episode of brain stew i can't brain scream like stew. there it is i can't scream <laughs> like that was I a used kellen to. scream dude it's that was weird that. man that was I, I was i was a hardcore was vocalist i was a deathcore vocalist i was a metal vocalist and i can't ever i've tried in the car recently i'm like i think i lost it i think i need to dude get i can do like big squeal I'm here. I, I, I'm not great at it, but it's. <laughs> that was about right. That's oh my good, god! Man. Now you're now, now you're challenging me. <laughs> now now I need to go back to my roots and, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so so much for listening to this episode of Brain Stew on the Epic Film Guys podcast. I am Justin. Hell yeah! I am always Jeremy. I'm be ready. And Colleen. Yeah, we got, we got we got Colleen on the show. Colleen, our good friend Kellen <laughs> from Kellen's Petty Talk Show. And until next time, we always ask you to keep it creepy. <laughs>